Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is an opportunity for you to take a little bit of a break from your day-to-day business and really focus in an effective way on working on your business, not just in your business. I take a lot of different topics, topics related to you, to your team, related to your product, your service, also technology and how to think about things slightly differently. Today I'm going to be focusing on a topic that I think is probably one of the elements that is one of the glue that holds, I think, the best of the best businesses together, and that is people. People are your greatest assets. You know, in my book, Fit to Grow, I have a whole chapter related to this particular topic, but as I think about and spend time with the best of the best out there today, one of the fundamental differences between the good ones and the great ones is how they think about, approach people, and how they look at people as their greatest assets. Now, as you think about this theme for a minute, people are your greatest assets, oftentimes I'll ask audiences, you know, what does it mean to you? They might say, it's all about the people. They might say people are important. Well, while these things are certainly true, the key to this particular theme, I think, in terms of being a game changer of how you look at the subject, is not the word people, but the word assets. As you think about an asset, an asset's an investment. An asset is something that you need to nurture. An asset is something you want to get a return on that investment. So just like when it comes to other assets that you have, you want to make sure that you take care of that asset in such a way so that you can get the ideal best return, but also so you don't lose that asset. People are your greatest asset. Now, as I've watched over the years, and really the reason that I think I articulated this particular theme, I think when it comes to a lot of remodeling businesses, a lot of owners, oftentimes they'll look at the client, or they'll look at the product, or they'll look at, in many ways, assets like the vans and the tools as more important assets than the people. And I think for those companies that have really moved it to the next level, they're looking at those assets and trying to get not only the best returns, but treating them with the right degree of reverence and importance they deserve. You know, a friend of mine who's the CEO of the largest remodeling organization in the country, over a billion-dollar company, he coined a little phrase, I think, that really hit a chord for me about five years ago. And this was during sort of the tail end of the recession. And he said, those companies that master the labor are going to be the winners. Now, you can take that in a lot of different ways. But in essence, what he was saying is master the talent, master the people. And if you're going to master something, you obviously have to understand it. And you have to treat it with the right degree of importance. Those companies that master the labor are going to be the winners. You know, you can look at, again, these companies in terms of the great ones have great leaders, but also the great ones have great players on their team. You know, we see this, obviously, in sports all the time. 
you know, those great teams that not only make the playoffs, but make it to the Super Bowl or make it to the World Series are also a team of all-star players. In most businesses, especially the remodeling business right now, it's not okay to have BC players. You've got to have A players on your team. I'm a big believer that if they aren't A players, they were either a bad hire or it's bad training. And the reason those two questions I think are important to ask yourself is in both cases, it's your fault, not their fault. So we are moving out of the times of just having good guys or good people as part of our business. They also have to be very talented. So three questions I think you need to ask yourself when it comes to your people. This is a good sort of filter. It's a good judge and jury when it comes to you being able to understand, I think, better individuals, whether they should be on your team or not. The first question is, can they do the job? That question is all about competency. If, in fact, they are a craftsman, it's about their skills, it's about their knowledge, about doing the job. If they're a designer, it's about their ability to not only design and think, but also their ability to communicate with clients and their, uh, their technology acumen. So the first question is, can they do the job? It may be that they've got some deficiencies that need attention, but fundamentally, I do think there is an IQ or a fundamental DNA in terms of one's ability to do the job. The second question that you have to ask yourself is, will they do the job? Will they do the job is all about work ethic. It's all about attitude. If they don't have the right work ethic, if they don't have the right attitude, then chances are they're never going to be successful at what you want them to do. Remodeling businesses are very synergistic. They're very team sport oriented. And as a team sport, you have to make sure that you don't have cancer, or you don't have a virus within the team. And the will they do the job, I think, is one of those filters that oftentimes is a way to think about it. The third element is do they fit? Now you have a cultural fit, you have an organization, you have a cadence, you have a pace, you have either you're a consultative type of company or you're a high level closing type of company. You know, does this individual fit our culture? It's not a question of right or wrong, it could be fundamentally they just speak a different language and dialect and like oil and water they don't necessarily go together. So if you go back to these basic three questions when it comes to your team member, can they do the job, will they do the job, and do they fit, it usually is a wonderful filter to be able to uh, tell whether someone's going to be able to make the cut. A few years ago, a friend shared with me another little quote that I really love, and I think it's especially relevant today, and that is, culture eats strategy for lunch. You know, the culture of your company is all about the people. It's all about the cadence. It's all about the pace. It's all about the values and what you care about. And most of those things, they wrap around the culture of the company. One of the fundamental differences between certain companies in terms of how they want to think about the future is really wrapped into their culture of the company. 
I know I'm a big believer in the business having its own culture, and the business growth is all about creating opportunities for team members. Another question I think you ask yourself, and I talked about this, I think, in an earlier podcast, and that's focusing on transitions. Who will actually push you forward? Who will fire you and allow you to move to the next level? That's going to be a person. That's going to be a talent. And one of the things I find with great companies is they're investing the right amount of time, energy, and money when it comes to the talent development. Training. Training's an investment, not an expense. You know, I heard this about 15, 20 years ago from actually a restaurant uh, group that really was focused on growing their business, and they truly believed that they needed to have training as a big part of their investment to grow their managers to be able to grow their business. Since then, I not only have adopted, I think, that thinking, but I've watched and worked with many companies. During the middle of the recession, I was leading a group of top 14 remodeling companies in the United States. And I asked them the question, for all of you in the room, if you turn the clock back over the last 12 months, have you increased the training or decreased the training? Ten of the companies said they decreased the training. Four of the companies said they increased the training because it was tougher times. My next question was, how many of you grew your business in the last 12 to 18 months versus shrunk the business? All 10 of the companies that said they took away or they shrunk their training hours per week, their business actually dropped single or double digit as a percentage. Every one of the ones that increased training increased their business double digit. Now, this was even during the difficult recessionary times, and it just further validated, not only for me, but everyone in the room, the importance of training. So let me give you, I think, a few tips here when it comes to people are your greatest asset. Number one, you've got to kind of live it and breathe it. You've got to talk about it. You've got to celebrate the people things, not just the profitability or the product or the client-related things. Number two is you've got to understand, if you really believe this, it takes time. It takes time as a leader or a manager to invest time into your people. As a top CEO or president, you ought to be spending probably a third or more of your time developing, guiding, and coaching that senior talent within your business. And I know for many of you that sounds a little bit overwhelming, but if you can develop that talent, you're going to see not only yourself push forward, you're going to see growth, but you're also going to see the retention level for them. Another tip I think it's important is integrate the people into your vision and your mission itself. Your mission is what you're all about. It's what you care about. Your vision is where you're heading. And I think if you can integrate in the people theme into that as a very, very important part, you're going to get everybody rowing together, everybody singing together, and certainly functioning in the right way. And the third, fourth element that I want to touch on is really growth. You know, you've got to realize that your growth is going to become a product of the people growth in your business. 
by giving them the opportunity to get out and teach others, to give them the opportunity to improve themselves, what you're going to do is you're going to see the business rise as well. It's sort of like a boat in a tide. The higher that tide rises, the more that boat rises. And by your energy and your focus on the right things, you're going to see some great results. So I want to close again with going back to the beginning here, and that is, you know, we're in very good times that it's time to invest in the people. You've got to become more of a magnet for that talent that's out there. You've got to realize as an asset, you need to get the best level of return. And just like any other return, if in fact you're focused on it, you're committed to it, and you're putting the right time and energy in it, you're going to see a great return from it. So again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.